<laughs> I know, I know. Congregations get nervous when a pastor starts buying private jets and mansions and certain zip codes. I buy fancy clothes. I will not apologize for my cat couture this evening. <laughs> Actually, a shout out to one of our youth. Uh, she wore this a few weeks ago, and I was like, I've got to get one. I've got to have one. So uh, I will not do a full endorsement from the store, but if you would like to know where I got this fine evening wear, you can ask me afterwards. One week from today, we will uh, gather on a Saturday at 5.30 in this space for Christmas Eve. We will also have service on New Year's Eve on December 31st at 5.30 here. We uh, will light uh, the last of the candles here in this Advent season, and we'll have candlelight as a part of our service to be able to sing Silent Night together and to celebrate that indeed Christ is born. In Bethlehem, that Christ is born day after day after day, that God is with us, and that is what we are celebrating during this season. We've been reading through the book of Isaiah, just snapshots, because it's quite an extensive collection of poetry, and thank you again to, uh, where did he go? I can't see him. There we are. Thanks for sharing your poem uh, tonight that God gifted you with. It was truth. So we've been reading through Isaiah's selections. Amanda preached last week on one of the waiting signs, and uh, I preached the week before. And tonight, as we take a look at these waiting signs, this is what Isaiah is doing, is he is trying to call attention to the people of God and say, wake up, wake up. Uh, if you've been joining Amanda's teachings on Wednesday night or Saturday before Mercy Street, she says, Isaiah is a book that is written in the spirit of an intervention. It is written within the spirit of uh, Isaiah on behalf of God saying to the people, I love you, I want the best for you, and wake up, <laughs> turn from what you are doing. Turn around and face God. And as Isaiah is being just ruthlessly compassionate to the people, interspersed within his hard words that God will indeed bring pain into the people's lives because of decisions they've made, because of outside influences, that Isaiah mixes into the, to the ruthlessly compassionate truth-telling these messages of hope, these signs that say, in the midst of everything that is happening, God will continue to bring love and hope and joy and peace and God's very presence. God brings joy and God will do it again. Repeat that after me. God will do it again. God sustains peace and God will do it again. God nurtures hope and? Oh, we're getting it now. God imparts love and? Yes, God will do it again. And the waiting sign that we get to tonight is in chapter 11 of Isaiah. And it says a, uh, a branch 
will begin to shoot forth from a stump. And tonight, um, those that are reading our passage are Svetlana and Kevin. If you all will come forward at this time, give them some encouragement. Hello, guys. Um, Isaiah, Isaiah 1, 11, 1, 3. A short will grow from a stump of Jesus. A branch will sprout from his roots. The Lord's spirit will rest upon him. A spirit of wisdom and understanding. A spirit of planning and strength. A spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. He will delight in fearing the Lord. He won't judge by appearances nor declare by hearsay. Thank you. My name is Kevin, I'm a alcoholic addict, and I will be coming from Isaiah 11, verses six through 10. The wolf will live with the lamb, and the leopard will lie down with the young goat. The calf and the young lion will feed together, and a little child will lead them. The cow and the bear will graze, their young will lie down together, and a lion will eat straw like an ox. A nursing child will play over the snake's hole. Toddlers will reach right over the serpent's den. They won't harm or destroy any more on my holy mountain. The earth will surely be filled with the knowledge of the Lord, just as the water covers the sea. On that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a signal to the peoples. The nations will seek him out, and his dwelling will be glorious. Thanks. So the waiting sign is that a branch, a shoot, will spring forth from a stump. Last Sunday, uh, my, one of my next door neighbors is quite the gardener, and I am not. <laughs> uh, my backyard um, is 60% artificial turf. And so it looks green year-round. It's, it's beautiful. Somehow, though, I have managed to burn patches of the artificial turf. Uh, but the rest of the yard has uh, shrubs and vines, and um, let's just say I don't tend to it regularly. And so I invited my neighbor over, and I said, I just I need help. And so she brought these massive clippers, walked into the backyard, and said, Hoo-hoo-hoo, all right. <laughs> And over the course of about 90 minutes, um, she told me where to, to cut the branches. And I said, I, 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 I don't know. So I'm going to cut it up here. And she said, no, you got to cut more. So get closer to the heart. And, and over about 90 minutes, uh, I had seven piles of branches <laughs> to be bound up and tossed away. She took the vines that run along my back fence that went from looking like a horror movie to now it looks like a Hallmark movie, just this perfect precision. <laughs> and she told me as we stepped back and looked at it, and she said, you know, it, it's, it's not much to look at right now, specifically these shrubs. But she said, I want you to remember this moment, and come February, come March, you're going to see these little green shoots that are going to start coming up 
from those bare branches. God wastes nothing in our stories. Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branches. Stay connected to the source. And sometimes God does. He's got to come into our stories, into our lives, and begins to cut things back. And sometimes it feels a little too much. That was what was going on in the nation of Israel during this passage of Isaiah. That, that their lives had not only become so overgrown with pride and anger and jealousy, their lives had become so overgrown that God said, look, I love you enough that I need to not only prune things back, but we need to take this down to the stump. Uh, I think I have a, a picture of one of the plants that I cut earlier this year. It's, um, it's green. The leaves are starting to turn to yellow. You can tell me that's probably a problem. Overwatering, I don't know. But... This thing about two months ago looked so sad, and now it's just this beautiful reminder. And God said to the people of Israel, and God says to us, something new can come up in your life. And as I was reading the passage this week, I have heard this passage from Isaiah 11. You've, you've maybe heard it in Christmas concerts that you've gone to before. I'd never noticed that Isaiah chooses to say not that a branch will spring up from the tree of Abraham, not that a branch will spring up from the kingdom of David. Isaiah says it will come up from the stump of Jesse. Who that? <laughs> Y'all remember who, thank you, Michaela. That's, I, I, she's preaching with me, Portia. I like it. Isaiah says, it will come up from the stump of Jesse. Let me give you just a little bit of history. Jesse's grandmother was, anybody know? Ruth. <laughs> Ruth begot. Ruth gave birth to Obed. Obed gave birth to Jesse. And Jesse gave, well, Jesse's wife gave birth to... David. Yeah, Boaz was granddaddy. Isaiah specifically, being the incredible poet that he is, had a message for the nation of Israel and has a message for us that God wastes nothing in your life and can bring out of the garden of your life a place that feels like it is forgotten. Because Jesse, around that family table when they would have meals, he would hear of his grandmother Ruth and his great-grandmother Naomi, the one who tried to change her name from sweetness to bitterness, the one who had had disaster in her life, who lost not only her husband, but both of her sons, Ruth, who lost her first husband. During this season of Advent, is there something in your life right now that just, it feels like it has been cut back too much? It feels like a stump and you wonder if anything new can come from it. And what this passage says is not only will the growth begin to happen and not only will it be a sign for the nation of Israel, it'll be a sign for all the other nations. Not only what God is going to do in your life is a sign for you, but it's a sign for others. 
And the fruit that will begin to come is like the most insane things that don't exist together can. The wolf and the lamb will have a tea party. Someone showed me a couple of weeks ago. They were like, I looked it up. I Googled it. You can get a coffee mug with them, with the wolf and the lamb. Have a tea. How cool is that? The cow and the bear, the bear will not attack the cow, but they will graze together. A child shall play over the hole of a serpent. I learned from Amanda, that's pointing back to the garden where the serpent was there to not only disrupt things, but it says one day a child will be born and will dominate that serpent. Out of the stump of Jesse, out of the stump of the places of your life that feel barren, that feel forgotten, the the places that you wonder if anything new can come, that is the very place that this entire message of Christmas is coming to us. Into that place, God says, I will dwell. And I will do something new. I have brought peace and God will do it again. I have brought joy and I have brought love and God will do it again. We're preaching now. (laughs) And it says that wisdom and understanding, counsel and planning, strength and knowledge and fear of the Lord will be the fruit of this branch. So what has taken root in your life recently? If it has been the root of bitterness, then the family of Jesse can relate. If it has been the root of grief and loss, the family of Jesse can relate. If what has taken root in your life recently is, as Richard said, this this internal tornado or the lack of the ability in order to tell the truth of what's going on on the inside or the inability to see yourself in the light of God as God sees you as beloved. What has taken root in your life? And is it time during this season of Advent to begin to ask God, would you cut it back? Would Would you do some pruning within my life? so that I can make room for what is next. And what God is inviting us to do is even in the midst of the bitterness, even in the midst of the grief, and even in the midst of our insides not matching our outsides, God says, you know what? I can bring about joy and hope and peace and love. You know one of the number one signs of joy for me is when I see a grown adult at the Baskin Robbins on Gessner at like 3 p.m. by themselves. They're not taking a child after school, they're just going to get themselves a scoop at three o'clock on a Tuesday. Now some of you are thinking, how do you know that? Well, (laughs) asking for a friend. It's the, sim- it's the simple joy of being able to walk into a convenience store and, and you're getting your 69-cent fountain drink and you pay for the person behind you quietly. That's just joy. 
It is the feeling of peace that you can have in the midst of the rush hour traffic or trying to park at the mall. Dear Lord, why are you going to the mall? But if you are, (laughs) it is the peace that can put on your blinker once again and say, no, 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 you, please go ahead. Have that spot. Our waiting sign tonight is that, uh, Everett, if you'll put the, the picture of the shrub back up again. I don't know which part of the, the tree that you relate to. When I first started cutting this back, I just thought I would uproot the whole thing. Turns out the root system is too strong. <laughs> Some of you during Christmas and all this talk of faith and God and family, it just feels like I just, I just want to uproot the whole thing and start over. Let me tell you, even if it doesn't feel like it, your root system is strong. You are a part of this family of God. You are a part of this family of faith. And you always have a place within the story and the garden of God. And so maybe as we close tonight and you come forward to light a candle, you'll be able to light a candle because you can say, you know what, 94 days ago it felt like everything had been cut back, but now I'm starting to see a little bit of a green shoot of God of your provision. A feeling maybe loss in your life, whether that was a job or a family relationship or some other relationship or a friendship, of feeling the pain of that loss and all at once you can also see the sign of something new, of possibility of something new.